0: Just know you're not i I'm gonna make this place your home News Radio 840 WHAS Good Sunday morning, Bob Sikoler The Louisville Real Estate Show with you Until the top of the hour with us today great folks brad lawler owner of home team inspection service you can reach brad and the team they're by the way ranked number one among home team inspection services how many years now six seven six six, six years plus in a row eight four 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 one one team also chuck crosby the crosby law offices who not only does closings but wills and a variety of other things and as chuck will tell you himself If he doesn't know how to do it, he knows someone who does.
1: No, no, no. I know how to do it. Whether or
0: not I do it
1: is another thing altogether. Okay,
0: okay. I stand corrected. And you can reach Chuck at uh, 499-6360. Also here my son Greg who does our marketing photography and so much more and uh, you can reach me anytime Bob Sokolor on my cell phone day or night even weekends after the radio show at 3765483 coming up a little later on in today's show we're we're bringing this topic back because there's new breaking information from a variety of sources nine ways you are loading the dishwasher incorrectly
2: 9999999 nine, 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 nine. Uh, here we go. Here we go. That's coming up later
0: in the show. All right, first, uh, some of the news making headlines this week limited housing supply, strong buyer demand causing existing home sales to drop for the fourth consecutive month, falling 0.9 percent in May. The National Association of Realtors reported this past Wednesday, still sales up 44.6 percent year over year,
2: according to. Yeah, and that's group. why that, that, that yeah. drop is meaningless. Well, because there's not enough homes on the market, period. <laughs> well, right, because it's, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a small slice of the large pie. You're looking at a number that's not indicative of what's going on right now. What's okay. indicative, the, mat, the number that matters is year-over-year year home sales. Is it more than last year? Yes. Yeah. Is that yeah. more than the year before? Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. who cares if it's off 6% because well, that number doesn't mean anything. Here's the problem. The prices
0: of homes are rising, yes. and that's squeezing – some first-time
2: home buyers out of the market, so they can't oh, yeah. afford. That's them. a big yeah. story, big. and the one we ran last yeah. week about yeah. that uh, BlackRock or whatever that Black, yeah. whatever company, who I think you've got another story about. A couple just of weeks, are, yeah, we're yeah. doing that. Yeah, we're following up on that. Yeah, it, there's there's about a big companies
0: buying up all this. It's terrible. Meanwhile, just so you know, weekly mortgage refinance demand jumped. As some people are concerned that the super low rates are going to end. Now, you may remember if you uh, yeah. this, the Fed announced last week short-term rates should stay where they are until uh, 2023, and they're planning to raise those rates twice in 2023. Uh, but remember that the uh, lenders are saying that there's no direct correlation between short-term and long-term yeah, Matt, which are mortgage rates. Yeah, yeah right. Um, HUD is uh, aiming to boost home ownership with buyers with high student loans. This affects anybody who's got uh, kids or friends who have high student loans. uh, The Federal uh, Housing Administration relaxing the way it assesses student loan debt. That's a big story. Lumber prices finally dropping. You may remember they soared during the pandemic; those record wood prices finally starting to
2: crack, Ha <laughs> and well, more leveling. They're leveling. Okay. They, they haven't. I wouldn't down. say it's yeah. like a stock sale off. It's they're more of a leveling than a continued increase.
0: Yeah, the problem is uh, there weren't people to cut the wood, sawmills to cut it up, so they're having now to ramp back up production. And uh, some people had been working from home or returning to offices, so they're getting the work starting to come down in price. The uh, homeowner wealth. Increases, uh, new report, uh, the buying a home, owning a home ownership gives you great wealth. And the the antithesis to that story is that Louisville rental rates are growing faster than the national average. The Louisville area grew 7% from May uh, 2020 to May 2021. So it's tough for renters to try to get going. All right, so some questions for our team here. Arthur writes... He lost his job during the pandemic and is eight months behind on his rent. Will he be thrown out? Chuck, I know there's some new news with regards to that from the the uh, the government and the Center for Disease Control and Prevention eviction moratorium.
1: And again, it's, uh, it's not a moratorium in fact. That is no. to say, it's not. Everything's shut down. It's just landlords have to jump through more hoops. There's more safety nets. There's... You know, it, it trims it down some. The the thing though that if you're eight months behind, yeah, that tells me that you're probably a few months out uh, from being at the end of your lease. There's no moratorium on evicting if the lease is over. Ah. It's, it, yep. is the, it is non-payment. Based
2: off of the current agreement.
1: That is the issue. Right. So if you haven't paid and you can, uh, you, you fill, you can check out all the boxes that put you in the category of, of protected, uh, then you have to file for the money that uh, different uh, outfits will have. And here in Louisville, I'm told that, that there's quite a bit of money uh, to go around for that sort of thing.
0: Do you have a list that you could uh, send out to anybody who emails in? Uh, yeah, possible yeah. okay all right yeah, so, no it, so i would say arthur email us anybody who's got
2: friends that yourselves having problems with uh rent um and you Well, like it's, it's all case by case like did, well first off yeah. didn't they they just lift the, the national moratorium or was it june well, we no it was to, supposed you, to yeah, yeah that was it's supposed to end the end of june but they extend yeah. it they extended so. what a, a month to the well. End well and end it's yeah, state it's by state like california just released that they're saying that they're going to be covering all back rent this is just, yeah, this came well, out from yeah, yeah, or, well, depending on that between what
1: the state does and what the right. feds do. right okay so the cdc operates as the feds then you have local uh you know restrictions and whatnot so we're we're talking about a moratorium with the, the feds would be yeah you're you're going to be in trouble well it may be that there's a state issue going on that keeps you out of trouble yeah. the, the big issue is though if you're eight months in unless you know you went in and stopped paying immediately you're probably either passed or at the expiration date of the lease. And that plus any, you know, if you're violating anything, you're committing crime or, you know, you've got a and you're not supposed to. Uh, landlords are also grabbing onto that kind of thing because uh, the moratorium doesn't protect you if you're doing, you know, if you're breaking the lease other so, than the non-payment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that, that is a, a big problem. And just so you know, Arthur, uh, as we're uh, talking about this, uh, even as the pandemic starts to peter out, uh, more than 10 million Americans across the country are behind on the rent. So this is not a single uh, problem for you. You're in a lot of people out there company. All right. And something I sent out to you, all of you on the team, and if you want, as listeners want to see this, it, it might be worth it to email me. Housing inventories are so scarce nationally. This is amazing. That listings are going under contract quickly and for above list price. In Colorado Springs, a real estate agent wrote this about her new listing. This was in the MLS, multiple, multiple listing service listing. Home in, and this is the script she wrote Home in dire need of some TLC, formerly majestic five bedroom home that has turned into every landlord's nightmare. The walls are covered in obsessity, obscenity-laced graffiti. The home smells like there's a dead body in there. Also, you will notice there is not one surface of the home that has not been enhanced with black spray paint or a swinging hammer. If your dream of owning your own little slice of hell and turning it into a piece of heaven uh, is there, Look no further; you found it. So they got multiple offers on this. It was listed for five hundred ninety-two thousand, sold for over six hundred thousand. That just goes to give you an idea of how hot this market is, Brad. Brad and I were talking before the show, and I said, "What would it be like for you to, or your people, to inspect this type of a home?" There are pictures online, and again, yeah. um, feel free to email me, and I'll send you the link to this. But what? And you, you actually have a list of what? Do you have five? top things Uh, that you found that we can talk about well i mean i I don't i've got lots of
3: lots of things we can talk about as Mm -hmm. far as what we see and during the inspections but for an investor for a tenant uh a tenant occupied home uh we inspect a lot of those for investors and i I think the the biggest challenge that we have is when the tenants stay in the home during our inspection Mm -hmm. we had one last year that uh two gentlemen sat in their recliners Uh, in the middle of uh, a hoarder type of house did not budge from those recliners during the entire inspection. While while our team, this is a a sizable uh, multifamily dwelling. And I think we had eight people on it and we, basically worked around these two guys for a couple of hours in a hoarder like conditions in, in one of the, uh, uh, one of the apartments, uh, the other two of them were, were spotless, beautiful places. And the third one was was kind of in between, but yeah, working around tenant contents and tenants themselves is always, always tricky. Uh, we do find that uh, there are a lot of locked doors uh, that landlords do not have keys to uh, a lot of scuttles that are, that are locked uh, where tenants just, you know, lock things up so no one can see what's uh, what's behind those closed, closed doors. So it does make not, it a real, not challenge. to mention
2: that uh, that negative, that, that just energy when you go in there and you know, they don't want you to be in there as far as photography goes, I can't tell you how many times we've I've run into that as well. Oh, oh yeah.
3: Oh yeah. yeah. It's uh, all right. You know, do they, uh, I, I haven't seen a whole lot of places that have been vandalized to the extent that that home has, but we, we see a lot of vandalism, a lot of, you know, toilets that are ripped out of the, the floor cabinets that are taken off walls, appliances that have been stolen. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it, it runs the gamut. All right,
0: let's move on. Cause we could stay on this subject for a while. By the way, if you want to see what sellers are saying about us, head to Louisville or you want to read our reviews, go to louisvillezillow.com. And so Billy uh, asked a question here, and, and I'm asking this of Chuck. It's regarding love letters. So what's a love letter? It's where the buyer writes a letter and sends it either through email with an offer through his buyer's agent or physically drops the letter off in the mailbox of the seller telling the seller how much he loves the home and there is a national movement. There's no nothing I know legally that stops anybody from doing it, but there's a national movement to tell realtors uh, not to do that, not to push that button and send love letters. Well, Billy, who's a veteran, had lost 20 offers to uh, sellers in Louisville. His agent came up with the idea of a love, love letter. They wrote the love letter with pictures of Billy and his entire family and Billy was also dressed in his uniform, his Air Force, I believe. And um, it was during the holiday Christmas season and uh, submitted that to the sellers and sure enough got the offer on the house. They got it. So he's thrilled. But it brings up the question, Chuck, legally, would you say anything to a buyer or seller's agent with regards to passing on love letters? Have you, been, have you had a theory on this at this point?
1: No, not really. Um, yeah. It's not illegal to do it, so passing it on is not going to be illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, what what is the problem with that Bob what what are you hearing?
0: Well, the reason the concern just for everybody's listening, the big concern is that by showing a picture or writing a letter that the seller may if the seller has a prejudice towards Somebody or some it's, religion, it's the, yeah, or protection
2: race. of familial status, race, religion, all that kind of stuff, fair housing yeah. violations is what NAR is concerned about. about. Yeah, yeah,
0: now, and oh. my point is, well, the, but where do you draw so the you're, line? You're, yeah, hang on a second, let, yeah. me, let me see if
1: I'm understanding this. So, what you're saying is to avoid giving the seller an opportunity to discriminate, you don't send anything through that has a picture
2: or anything like that or letter right and that seems and to be the national seal. well uh, and discriminate let me put in an example so three couples come see a home yeah, every one of them you know right everyone has different religion color creed right. and they see something in the home that they know will connect with that seller based off of race color religion or creed and then that letter is saying oh yeah we can't wait to spend this holiday in your home and raise our family. And here's yeah. pictures of us. We look like you. And then the other parties would then go say, well, we think that they're discriminating against us. And that's the concern. And there have
0: been at least one lawsuit nationally that's been filed because of that concern for discrimination. But my thinking is, well, where do you stop? And this is where I want your feeling. That, on this That's, shot,
1: that's yeah. what, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, how many transactions have the buyers and sellers
2: never seen each other? Oh, it's very rare. It, this is yeah. a very rare thing, but it is a thing that NAR is stance you know, uh, on. I think but,
1: that's that's going a little bit far. If far a person's into. if yep. a person's likely to discriminate based on those, I'm pretty sure they're going to take you know take a look at uh, Facebook or something. And see well, right, forget a love letter. you, off, could, but, you yeah.
2: could look at name on the contract, right? Doorbell security right. stuff. You, see you know, I can see home. where it's not maybe the brightest thing to do. Uh, but, uh, but in these you know, markets where it's competitive and you need every little edge yeah. angle slice to win a home. So do you then take the names of the buyers off the contract? Because they can be
0: somewhat, yeah, right? See, I, I mean, that's where it goes.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's just too much. I mean, yeah. I grew yeah. up with the whole, you know, the whole policy of, well, we don't agree with this, so we're not going to drink Pepsi or go see movies or whatever because yeah. Yeah. yada, yada, yada. There's no end to it. All right. There is no end.
0: A reminder, if you want to see a repeat of uh, this show, you can go to louisvilleanswers.com. That will take you to a visual. Actually, we're recording this on our Zoom channel. We push it up to YouTube, and you get a chance to replay the thrills of this show anytime that you want. We're going to take a break. When we come back, yes, nine ways you're loading your dishwasher, possibly wrong. That's when we come back here with us, Chuck Crosby, the Crosby Law Offices, and you can reach him at 499-6360. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 844-411-TEAM. My son, Greg, who does our marketing and photography, is with us, and you can reach me, Bob Sikoler, anytime at 376-5483. We are back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS.
1: six three six oh
3: this has been a paid advertisement hi i'm brad lawler with home team inspection service the area's largest home inspection company our teams of dedicated professionals including many veterans inspect thousands of homes in louisville and southern indiana each year and team makes all the difference extra sets of eyes and overlapping duties means a more thorough inspection and better value for you multiple teams mean we're able to inspect your home when you need it Radon testing, home inspection, termite reports, one call does it all. Get the team, get home team. Shopping for a home?
0: The place to start is REMAX Properties East. Experienced, caring, top producing agents who service all of Louisville and surrounding areas. On your computer or on your smartphone, head to homesinlouisville.com and sign into one of the most advanced home search sites in the country. That's homesinlouisville.com. Residential or commercial real estate, let the award winning agents at REMAX Properties East help. Take the first step in your house hunting journey. Visit homesinlouisville.com or call 425 6000 today.
3: Hi, I'm Barbara Corcoran. I'm constantly asked by new sources how to best navigate today's real estate market. I call the brightest agents in the business to get their input. Hi, Bob. What's going on in Louisville?
0: Hi, Barbara. The Louisville real estate market is hotter than we've ever seen it.
3: I'm so happy. to hear that
0: with our exclusive marketing plan we can get sellers top dollar right now
3: get the best advice from my friend bob sicola go to weselllouisville.com be safe and smart
0: News Radio 840 WHAS, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you till the top of the hour. This is Bob Sekoler. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran, who's a friend and mentor, and we appreciate everything she's done for us and will continue to do. Chuck Crosby is with us. The Crosby Law Offices at 499-6360. Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service, 844-411-TEAM. My son, Greg, who uh, does our photography and marketing, and you can reach me, Bob Sekoler, at 376 Three. Okay. We talked about this a couple of years ago. There's new information out on this. We even got calls from GE who said, listen, next time you, I just didn't get a chance to reach out to him. Next time we'll come out and we'll give you our opinion. But here's a couple of things. And this is important, especially for people like Michelle, who may be listening to us right now. If you are pre-rinsing your dishes before loading them into the dishwasher, you may be wasting water and energy. Dishwasher detergents are designed to cling to food particles, separate them from the surfaces. So unless you aren't planning on running a load for several hours or years, simply scrape any large pieces of food off into the trash
2: and then load the dishes. Well, no, here's the what there. you yeah. do. Here's what you yeah. do to conserve water at that point. You get a wet sponge because – there are some foods, some sticky foods that will, that, no detergent, especially if you're like me, you like to use not, non-harsh chemicals. You know, we have a brand new dishwasher. Just yeah. take a wet sponge and scrub it. You don't have to have okay. the water running. Just have a bowl of water and a wet sponge and, and wipe the dish down before you put it in. And that way, you don't have the extra food. They're always coming out clean. All right, Just Chuck, here. who's our food aficionado, where do you put sharp knives
0: and wooden spoons?
1: Well, if it's a sharp knife that requires sharpening, like, say, a, a cooking knife, a right. uh, chef's knife, you don't put it in the dishwasher.
0: Absolutely. Correct. Correct. You right. hand wash it. What about wooden um, spoons?
1: Wooden spoons? No, you hand wash those and you rub them down with a food-safe oil.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the heat and water can dull, degrade the items quickly. Large mm-hmm. plastic and metal utensils, like spoons and spatulas, should lie where?
2: middle rack got silicone rack. and not
0: plastic. Okay, well, yeah. yeah we're,
1: we're, we've got these uh we've got an extra rack at the very top Oh, the flat
0: that's the expensive one, yeah. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. No, extra. it's not. It's yes, it standard is. on the newer ones no, okay. nowadays. Okay. All right. Yeah, well it goes on the top. Okay, that's good. You're putting glassware over and I don't understand this. So, Brad or Greg or Chuck, you put your glassware in over the tines. Does everybody know what a tine is? In the, the thing I'm that assuming stick up? it's yeah. a little... the little things that yeah. stick up. It's a common misconception that glassware belongs over the tines in the top rack of the dishwasher. Mm-hmm. While cups and glasses do belong on the top rack, they should actually be pa- placed between the tines right. to prevent the cracks and chips that occur when they rattle or bump against each other during the course of the wash cycle. Brandon. Unless,
3: that's true, yeah, they go between the tons, but some dishwashers have those bottle washers.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you're using the bottle say, washer, make like sure that, that it. it's it's it. properly seated over. And that, uh, that make nozzle. sure you clean those nozzles on those bottle washers because they get clogged a lot of times. For some and, reason, ours and, are always getting clogged. And,
3: and not with that nasty sponge that you just wipe down the dishes with, Greg. That's, that's yeah. What? That's I mean, just it's, gonna oh, terrible, it's just going to get sanitized and It's terrible. just a
2: debris mover.
3: I'm glad somebody uh, said, said
2: that. For Christ's sake.
1: Ugh. <laughs> the right. bacteria living in that sponge so yeah but you put the sanitized
0: all right, wash all right. the extra hot it's fine yeah. spoons and forks so how do you arrange those does anybody have a by the way all this right. is coming from bob bieler i'm ocd website. i
2: have to have spoon 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 especially well if you facing have up down um, f- up up no up, wait up it's up all facing up. down
1: Yeah, Uh, the the handle part goes down. Oh, wait, 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 hold on.
2: But we're talking about putting them, yes, if if you're putting them in that little side rack on the side, yeah, yeah. just put them always facing down, handle up. No, Uh no, handle down. Chuck's saying handle down.
0: So let me just say this. I've been waiting. It would be like that. So I've been been waiting for 10 or more years to say this to Chuck. Chuck, (laughs) you're wrong. You uh, are wrong. No. According to this, alternate oh. their direction with some handles facing up and others down to keep them from nesting into each other. Yeah, that makes sense, but more separated they sit, the easier it is for soap and Wh- water to whose give whose to the list proper is this? This one comes from Bob
2: but there's another list of Bob Villa. I'm going like, to oh. pull all okay. the. Now wait, well, I will and tell if, you. And if you're talking spoons, yeah. spoon specific here, say that ten times fast. Then yeah. you know,
0: then that might be a, a strategy for the spoons. No, no, there's a problem with that, and here's what I will tell you because I read another report, that if you put with the, the handles down and everything up, when you go to unload the dishwasher, you're putting your fingers on, on the thing, right. can, That's, which yeah
2: which makes it dirty. Think about that, Chuck. Well, putting, you should have a dry cloth. If we're talking good etiquette, you should pull have a dry it out. cloth that you're giving a little polish there's, as you are in the drawer. There's at least
1: that much difference between the base of the item that you slide the spoon into and the actual hole of the spoon. <laughs> what,
3: <laughs> what Chuck said is exactly right. Yeah, well, you don't grab it, the bowl you've you you got plenty too. of time. Okay, <laughs> well, wherever Chuck is. All right, nah, well, let's, let's
0: keep going. You're loading every <laughs> plate. Do you roll, load them in the same direction or do you alternate directions?
1: same
3: direction same
0: direction according to, this, the other way. according to this according to this avoid loading plates in a single direction instead uh, arrange, simply won't allow it. arrange it them won't allow all it. facing the center, so they have even access it, to the soap
2: and sprayer. I can I, hear my my friend Michelle going. no, I'm going to do it this way. And no, this it way makes sense second. if you have it centered. But a lot of the racks yeah. are make. They show you how they want it loaded. That's right.
3: Exactly. Well, like wait. My that, rack I, I, I couldn't load it the, the other the, way. Wouldn't make the, sense. Okay. The fo- the folks at GE are
0: cringing listening to us talk
3: I'm about telling this. You, go, I'm going to go through marriage counseling Bob, because yeah, of this.
2: Call
0: Bob Vila when loading plates. <laughs> alternate between large and small sizes to promote the best
2: water flow. That makes sense. I get that logically, right. but All not right. not the reverse facing, like large spotting. platters, cutting boards in front, Perimeters. casserole, dishes,
0: casserole dishes should always be placed at the back or sides of the bottom rack. By the way, if yeah. you want more on this, you can send me an email. I'll send this out to you. And so you can prove it to your spouse or someone who's not listening that you're right and they're wrong. You're putting glassware on the bottom rack. It's tempting to stick a glass or a cup on the bottom rack when the top gets too full, but, Listen, resist it. The top is specifically designed for glassware and cups. Uh, don't mix metals. If you, if you keep your stainless yeah. steel and silver utensils away from each other, those two metals costly could collide and there's a chemical reaction. I didn't know and that. Don't Yeah, it'll make splotches all over your stainless. And don't yeah. overfill because it reduces the efficiency. Now, that's one report from Bob Just when you thought you've heard everything, here comes Martha but Stewart. What? there's uh-huh. more there's more Martha Stewart, steward when loading the dishwasher you should place your utensils point up or down was the question now, turned are these out. are these
2: insider tips or are these i don't know uh, this oh. is largely
0: based on <laughs> personal preference but there are some rules of thumb to follow pointing your items down with their handles up is the more hygienic method you're using so you only touch the handle also especially in a COVID environment it's also a good idea to point everything with a sharp edge facing down. Aha. Uh-huh. That's for safety's sake. And it's more important to use. Uh, Doug wants to go there. Yes, well, I, go ahead, Chuck. I'm, I'm going
1: get... to say this. Yeah. I'm going to say that KitchenAid, whoever makes their dishwashers and whatnot, uh-huh. have created a system where it has to be handled down. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yes. Oh. There, there is no way to put a spoon spoon down. Well, the, it may be
0: wrong then. So there you go. Ah. All right. Oh, because it has like yeah. the little gate like over top of a top it. Prefix yeah. gate. Now it keeps right. it yeah. separate. Right. So that's probably.
2: Yeah, how they, it's got like a
0: little. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. We've only got a couple of minutes left. So let me get to the couple of questions also from from our listeners. Annie is writing. She says, my best friend just got her real estate license. Should we use her as our agent? She says, I'm conflicted on whether to
2: hire her as our her agent. My husband says no.
0: Uh, so yeah, any
2: suggestions to, from watch, all of our watch team? my Watch my Instagram and it'll explain the difference between an experienced agent and a new agent. And in this market, as much as I love my friends and people that I know that are new agents, you don't want a new agent in this market. You yeah, you need, there's a lot of stuff that
0: you need. Here's one quick suggestion is talk to your friend. Say, listen, I wouldn't mind using you, but could you pair up with a more experienced agent that you probably mm-hmm. know and or mentoring you and that will help you. Um, finally, well, let me ask you,
1: Bob. Yeah. If somebody
0: came to you and said, "Hey, I've got this," without question. Friend, I would. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've already done that, and I would in a heartbeat to help them. Yeah. Samantha asked Chuck for you shopping for a home, three kids, but wants to know is there a place to find out for sex offenders in the neighborhood? And how can she do that?
1: Uh, uh, you Google sex offender, and there will be a website that you can go to.
0: All right, and then. Um, Tony sent an email and says he put his home on the market. It's a ranch. It sits on concrete. The buyer hired, hired an inspector there, Brad, and did a radon test. And the agent says the radon came back high. And again, he's on a slab on a ranch. Does that really happen? How do they fix that?
3: Yes, it does happen. We we see elevated levels in ranches uh, on slabs quite frequently. Uh, they, the fix is a, talk to a radon mitigation company. Uh, the only thing I will warn you is some of the ranches around here do have the HVAC uh, ductwork actually in the slab itself. Those can become very complicated and extremely expensive to mitigate. So just yeah. a warning there, but typically they'll just go in through a closet and uh, put the uh, put the line in there to, to pull the radon out from under the slab
0: and one other item attached to that is if you have a patio home or condo association and the mitigated has to go through the roof you need to get the approval of the condo association before otherwise you'll be calling or emailing us and chuck's going to have to give you some advice on what to do at that point because that's not good right guys Yep. Yep. all right we are out of time my thanks of course as always to chuck crosby the crosby law offices you can reach him at 499-6360 brad law or owner of home team inspection service 844-411-TEAM my son greg who does oh and brad's brought up a picture of his dishwasher the way he stacked it very nice son greg who does our marketing photography and so much more and you can reach me bob sicola anytime 376-5483 for a replay go to louisvilleanswers.com and you will see brad's picture but also hear this discussion again if you want to email me bob at weselllouisville.com and if you want to see what people are saying about us go to louisvillezillow.com or louisvillesellerstalk.com we're out of time see you next sunday on news radio 840 whas